It may be time for a change. You may be looking for new opportunities and you may be looking to buy a franchise. How do you know if you're doing it right? What's involved and the process to make sure you buy the franchise the right way? Buying a franchise should be about you, your life goals, your personal goals, your business goals. And in this video, we're going to discuss the process involved in buying a franchise, finding the right fit, legally protecting yourself, and long-term setting yourself up for winning as a franchisee. Now, in terms of process, I think the most important thing to understand at this point is your role and the role of the franchisor. And the one thing I want you to understand is you're very valuable. Right now, franchisors are looking for franchise buyers like you who are properly capitalized and who are qualified to develop and grow a franchise business. Your value to a franchisor? Well, look, franchisors are spending a lot of money right now to try to attract franchise buyers like you. And the value to them? Well, for franchisees, you sign up with a brand, you're paying an initial franchise fee. You're committing your capital to develop and grow this business. You're committing your time, your managerial effort to developing and growing the business. And along that process, you're going to be paying royalties and fees to the franchisor. It's not necessarily bad. Should be a win-win, right? On your end, the franchisor should be providing you with their brand, their training, systems for operation, supply chain, economies of scale. So it should be a win-win. One, you're helping the franchisor expand their brand. Two, you're providing the capital and managerial effort to expand the brand. And three, you're growing their business and providing them with additional revenue. And if you're working with a good franchisor, they're supporting you, training you, improving their systems, and creating economies of scale. The goal should be, you should be in a much better position as a franchisee than if you opened up a business as an independent. Now, that doesn't always happen. But the goal is we have to look for those right fit franchisors. So at this moment right now, understand you're very valuable in the franchise world and you have some leverage in selecting the right franchise. So you need to use it. So now you understand your role. You understand the franchisor's role. We know if it's we're paired correctly, good franchisee with good franchisor should be a win-win scenario. Now you're going to be doing some research and there's different types of research. I'll call one outbound research where you go online and you're doing searches. Maybe you're checking franchisor websites. Maybe you've done some general queries and you've come across portal websites, which a portal website, you know, they'll ask you for your information, your estimated investment range, what your interests are, and they may show you online potential brands or potential franchise opportunities. Just know those portal sites are paid by franchisors, right? Franchisors are paying that company to get their brand exposure and to present you to people that reach the website online. And you're probably doing some Google searches. These are all good things, right? So you're probably also visiting franchisor websites. I would do a deep dive there too. Do you see management team members? Are they talking about culture? And are they featuring the success of their franchisees? Also involved in your research process will possibly be franchise brokers, sometimes called franchise consultants. Maybe they're referred by a placement agency or you've responded to an ad and, and it's a franchise broker. And so a couple of things I think you should know about franchise brokers. It's like 
every other industry and profession, there's some really good franchise brokers out there, some amazingly professional franchise brokers, and then there are ones that are not so good. So it's just like every industry. So you should scrutinize the broker you're working with. That's number one. Two, understand franchise brokers could have tremendous value if you're working with the right broker, right? A good franchise broker is part of an organization, is involved in continuing education, is evaluating franchise opportunities, has a good track record and reputation, and should care deeply about your success long-term. You know, when I speak to good franchise brokers, and there are many of them, their biggest concern is they say, Charles, five years from now, after I place a candidate with someone, if I bump into them or hear from them, I want to know they're succeeding, okay? So they care about your success if they're a good franchise broker. Just know, technically, they work for the franchisor. So when you have a relationship with a franchise broker, many will say they don't charge you any fees and it's free, their service, but we all need to be paid for what we do, right? So the way franchise brokers are paid is they work with you. And good franchise broker is going to evaluate your goals, your capital requirements, the type of business you're looking for, and the type of return or income generation, right? Then they're going to recommend what hopefully they believe to be really good fit franchisors. Now, if you happen to buy a franchise, what happens is, is the franchisor pays the broker a commission, which could be 50% and higher, 50% of the initial franchise fee. So a good franchise broker should be an industry player, good reputation, and could be a valuable asset. But what I also want you to do also is even if you're working with a good franchise broker, you have to take accountability for yourself also. You need to do due diligence on your own, right? And also validate a franchise opportunity before you buy. So this first segment that we're talking about, process. Process involves understanding your role, and it's super valuable. The franchisor's role well, you need a franchisor that's going to create a win-win relationship. And we're going to talk in a, you know, further down about some questions you should be asking franchisors to make sure they are. And third is, you know, where are you going to come across franchise opportunities? Well, there's going to be online ads. There's going to be online website portals. There's franchise brokers. There's directly contacting a franchisor. So understand how you're receiving your information. So that's process. So you're doing your research, you come across a franchise opportunity. And if you're working with a broker, they've probably presented information to you. Or if you contacted the franchisor directly, they've presented information to you, what they would do. Well, one of the first things they're going to do is to disclose to you their franchise disclosure document, the FDD. What the FDD is, it's a legal disclosure. And just generally, under our federal and state franchise laws, before a franchisor could offer or sell a franchise to you, they have to give you their franchise disclosure document. And within that franchise disclosure document are going to be a significant number of legal disclosures. So you'll receive that. Maybe you'll receive presentations and videos, and you're going to have an introduction to the franchisor. And ultimately, you may go to what's called a discovery day where you fly to the franchisor's headquarters. There'll be other franchisee candidates like you. They may introduce their team members, go through a presentation of the economics and the operations of the franchise. So how do you find the right fit for you? Well, there's a couple of things you need to align. One is what's your capital, 
right? How much money do you have available to buy the franchise? And not only to buy it, right? You're going to pay that initial franchise fee, but then you're going to go open the franchise business. And then you also need reserve capital to keep its operations going and you need the capital for your family. So when you're evaluating the right fit for a franchise, you need to align your capital that's available. And now that may be savings, that also may be SBA loans, but you need to evaluate your capital. Second is what investment level are you looking at? Sort of a function of your capital, but how much can you invest in opening the business and supporting it? That's important. And then the third is your goals. Are you looking to replace your income? Are you looking to supplement income? Are you looking to maybe start a new franchise business to achieve a better work-life balance? So what are your expectations? So you need to align your capital, your investment level, and your goals with the right franchisor. So what are you looking at when you're evaluating franchisors? Well, you're comparing all of this, right? When you're evaluating franchise opportunities, you need to pick a business you're interested in, that's for sure, and something you're going to enjoy doing. That's also important. But what's also more important or is really aligning your goals. So if you're looking to make money and you need to replace income and you're looking for a certain ROI, you may want to look at various industries, right? Because for you, maybe the unit level economics matter more than anything else. If you're looking for a lifestyle balance or a business that you're passionate about, well, then naturally you're going to be drawn to the franchisors in those industries. So understand your capital available, what investment level you're comfortable with and your goals. And then you're going to need to balance that with franchisors. If I buy the franchise, what's my income potential? If I buy the franchise, what are the, what do operations look like and how is that going to affect my lifestyle? If I by the franchise, am I going to be working with a team, the franchise or management team that shares common values and are people that I like to be around and work with and grow a business with, right? So you need to evaluate all those items. So how do we do that? There's a couple of tools you're going to need to rely on when you're evaluating franchise opportunities, when you're evaluating the right fit. The first tool is one of the most basic and most common, which is the franchise disclosure document, okay? The franchise disclosure document will be provided to you. There's a lot of legal disclosures and data disclosures in it. FDD will disclose who the franchisor is, their management team, whether they're involved in litigation, the initial fees you're going to pay to them, ongoing fees, whether or not they provide financial performance data, right? For example, are they reporting the data in what we call item 19 for what are the gross sales or gross profit of their company-owned locations, of their franchise locations? The FDD even has a list of how the franchise system is grown or contracted, franchisees that have left the system and franchisees in the system. So you're going to have that FDD. That's one important tool for evaluating the franchise opportunity. For example, we talked about how much capital do you have to invest? Well, in item seven of the FDD, the franchisor discloses the estimated startup expenses, right? Including three months of reserve capital. So how does item 19 compare to your capital requirements? Income potential. Well, we could look to the FDD. We have to be cautious here. Do they make financial performance representation? Which means in item 19 of the FDD, do they include financial data where they report what franchisees have earned? And you need to be careful there, right? Consider how long franchise locations have been open. 
If the item 19 only discloses gross sales, well, that's great. You know, the top end potential, but what about profitability, which is what matters most to you? How much money you're going to take home to your family? So you have the FDD as a tool to help evaluate the right fit franchise. The next tool is what we call validation. And this is probably the most important thing you could do. So within the FDD, every franchisor has to disclose a list of their franchisees and their contact information. Now, good franchisors should have validation videos of franchisees talking about their experiences on their website and their materials, and that's good. But you should also reach out to other franchisees that are part of their system and do what we call validation. Reach out to them. Let them know, hey, I'm considering buying a franchise in XYZ territory. So it's in a, maybe another state. They don't have to worry about competition. And you ask them questions like, are you happy with your franchise investment? If you could do it all over, would you do this again? When you started up, what was the capital you needed? Did the franchisor do what they said they would do? Are they supporting you? So that's validation. And that's something you're doing on your own right? You're reaching out to franchisees. If you're working with a good broker, I'm sure they're going to be recommending you do this also. So now we're looking to align your capital, your investment level, your goals with the right fit franchisor. Our tools include the franchise disclosure document, validation with existing franchisees. Another tool is you're going to go to a discovery day. You're going to meet with the franchisor. Pay attention, right? Because what is their culture like what are the values they subscribe to? Now, look, we all know they're going to put their best foot forward at a discovery day, but there should be candid conversations. So not only, you know, maybe they'll feature some of the best franchisees, but I would ask questions like, what are, you know, do you have franchisees that aren't doing well? And why? And what are you going to do for me? I, I know you're going to train me and you're going to help us open how are you going to make us successful? What are some of the steps you're going to take in those first six months to help our phone ring, help us get business and make sure we're on the right track? And also, what should I expect? You know, capital wise, is item seven sufficient capital for me to get this business off the ground and running? Dive deeper and ask them specifically what they're going to do. Training's not enough. Consider initial marketing is critical as a franchisee. So discovery day is another tool. So your tools are your FDD, validating with other franchisees, discovery day questions, and your independent research. And then, of course, if you're working with a franchise broker, getting their advice and recommendations, but always validating yourself. So we talked about the process, finding the right fit. And now next is legally protecting yourself. Couple of points to know. One, Franchise agreements are negotiable. If someone tells you they're not, that is not true. They are negotiable. However, good franchisors do want to maintain uniformity, meaning what our agreement for franchisee A is similar to franchisee B, and they're identical as to key point, like the initial franchise fee charge, the royalty rate, brand development fund rate. A good franchisor should not be negotiating their royalty should not be negotiating their initial franchise fee, should not be negotiating whether or not you contribute to a brand development fund. Why? Because if they're negotiating with you and your terms are different from another franchisee, are they negotiating with even more franchisees? And does that create an unstable franchise system? My recommendation is 
I'd be very cautious with franchisors that negotiate those foundational and core items. However, it's important to work with a franchise lawyer. I am one, so that may be biased, but you want, number one, your franchise attorney to review the FDD. As much as what they're reviewing what's in the FDD, they're also maybe able to alert you to what's missing, okay? For me, critical components in the FDD that our team evaluates is what does the item 19 financial performance representation say? And if they don't have any item 19 representations, well, then we check with our clients to make sure no one's told you anything that you're relying on about economics. Also, item seven, are the estimated startup investment correct? Litigation disclosures, history with supply chain. So there's really good information we evaluate from a red flag perspective. Are there red flags in the FDD? Other value on the legal end, good franchisors will negotiate certain terms that will protect you as a franchisee. For example, can we negotiate a provision that says, hey, if the franchise business doesn't work out and you close, that we want to limit your liability? Meaning you're signing a 10-year franchise agreement. If the business closes after year four, are you going to be sued for six years of lost royalties for shutting down early? Well, we want to limit that liability. We want to try to put a cap on that financial liability if you close the business. There's other provisions to facilitate family transfers, estate planning, setting up your corporate entities, and then other terms. Maybe it's a right of first refusal, clarification on obligations, extension of opening dates. So there are core terms and valuable terms that can be negotiated, especially ones you'd want to rely on if things don't go well, where you want to cap and limit your liability. So legal protection, you've gone through the process, you've validated, you found a brand you're interested in, you're ready to go forward, have your franchise attorney review the FDD, prepare a review letter for you, prepare a proposed addendum as to terms that are going to move the needle and help you, right, protection-wise and also would be acceptable to the franchisor. Preferably, you're working with an attorney that's going to charge you a fixed fee for all of those services. They shouldn't be charging you for phone calls and sending letters or proposed addendums. It should be one complete process. So how do you buy a franchise? Process, which is research, and it starts with who you are, what your goals are, and understanding your value to a franchisor. Once you know that, and whether you're working with a franchise broker, doing your research, you need to start evaluating your capital, your investment level, your goals. Part of the goals are, is it lifestyle? Is it income replacement? Is it ROI? And then you need to use analytical tools to evaluate the opportunities. One, advice from your franchise broker. Two, independent research. Your FDD, validating with other franchisees, discovery day, and then a legal protection process, right? working with an attorney to negotiate protective changes to the franchise agreement, reviewing the FDD for red flags. Finally, this isn't part of the buying process, but after you buy, you become a franchisee. And maybe this will help with the thought process as you're evaluating franchise opportunities. When you buy a franchise and you sign the franchise agreement, you're now made a decision and a commitment to open up the franchise business. While a good franchisor will support you and provide you with good support tools, you need to be very proactive. And where we see franchisees fail is where they buy a franchise business, they make too many assumptions, they open up the business, and they sort of just sit back and think the franchisor should do everything. Or if their phone is not ringing and they're not getting the business in, they blame the franchisor. 
Well, you need to be accountable too as a franchisee. After you open up your doors, you need your phone to ring. You need your web requests to come in. You need that business to come in and you need to build those relationships. So before you buy a franchise, talk to the franchisor about it. Talk to them about what their initial opening marketing program is. Evaluate what it's going to be like marketing the new business for the first six months. How much capital you need to market the business and what, what are the marketing programs in place? So you could use that as part of your validation, but you also need to know this, right? Because once you open your doors, you need to know and have a plan in place to generate business. So be accountable. It's not always just on the franchisor, it's on you too. Focus on your unit level economics, your rent factor, your operating margins, how your employees are operating. Don't underestimate the importance of marketing and reach out to top performers in the franchise system. That's one value of a franchise system. There should be a network, a community. Reach out, find out best practices, ask them what they've done, mistakes they, they recommend you avoid. Those are important steps to help you win once you've opened up your doors. Most important, good luck with your franchise journey.